Oh, hey, it's me. That load of laundry that's been sitting in the washer for two days and smells kind of like mildew now. Do you rewash me? Do you just say, screw it and put me in the dryer? Hmm, here's to finding out. Oh, hey, fancy seeing you here. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Naomi, your host, and this is Mindful Movement. We talk about psychology, fitness, nutrition, and how all of those things are kind of the same thing, but not at all, or rather how they're connected. So let's get to it. Oh, hey, everybody. We're doing a thing. We're putting the podcast on the YouTubes. So check it out there if that's more your jam. If not, ignore this. Listen to it on your iPhone and have a good life. You know what I mean? If you have an Android, my bad. So today we're talking about, let me pull up my notes here. I swear I know what's going on. (laughs) Gym anxiety. This is kind of a two-parter. I think gym anxiety and food anxiety go hand in hand. They're like best friends, but they're two very different things. They might be centered in the same place, but I would like to do gym anxiety first. It's a little bit easier and I think that gyms are going to start to open here someday in the future, maybe. I know all of you have been at home for a long time with stay-at-home orders. Uh, If you're listening to this in the future, it's 2020 in August, almost September, and the zombies haven't come yet, but we're all basically suffering with face masks on, and when they come to eat us, they'll have to kind of like rip the face mask off of us to be able to consume us better. You know what I mean? Anyways. Um. Yeah, stay-at-home orders are wild. We've all had to work out at home, and we've made it work, and that's our new jam. And you might have anxiety about returning to the gym that's new, or maybe this is something you've always kind of suffered from. And in the past, maybe you've gotten over it, or kind of sort of gotten over it, or just said, screw it. Hopefully today I'm going to teach you maybe why that's happening and some tools to fix it so it never happens again. How's that sound? Good? Good. Cool. I love it. So first things first, I have to get this out of the way. It's going to make no difference because when you're in that place, in an anxious place, your logical brain is completely offline. So I'm going to throw a lot of logic at you right now just for my own sanity, my own selfish sanity. (laughs) I have to say it and I know that you know it. A lot of this is rooted in everyone's going to look at me. Girl, boy, guy, girl, everyone, whomever, whatever you identify as, nobody is looking at you. Nobody. Unless you have like a big sign on your shirt that says, look at me and you're just, you're not wearing a shirt. It's not even on your shirt. It's just hanging around your neck and you're butt naked. Then people are looking at you. You know who you look at at the gym. You look at the people who are very scantily clad. They are not wearing clothing or the guy in the corner that is grunting really loud. That's about it. So try not to be too loud and be sure you wear a shirt and you should be good. You feel me? My point here is this. People judge other people all day long. You do it all day long. That's how memory and cognition works. We have to lump people into categories so that we can process faster. Computers do it too. The point of this is it's not a bad thing if somebody judges you. You're at the gym. Heck yeah. 
you're reflecting back what you think of yourself onto other people and assuming that's what they're going to think of you. And that's completely incorrect and you can't read their minds. And if you can, cool, please teach a class on that. I would love to know. But at the end of the day, no one's looking at you. Nobody's judging you. And if they are, it's okay. It's fine to be judged. It's That's good. Good, good. This is... I am judged very often. I am put in boxes very often. And we try to to make sure that we're fitting in the proper box for the most part, right? I have long hair. I identify as a female. I dress feminine. I'm a woman. I'm assumed to be a woman when people look at me. That's good for me. That's good. That's a good thing for me personally. I like that. That's good. Okay, moving on. Like... I do my hair. I like that. It makes people think that I'm put together. That's a good thing. If my hair's in a messy bun and someone's like, that girl doesn't care about herself. Guess what? I don't care, Sally. Bye. And Sally's not thinking that. She doesn't care. She's thinking about, she's thinking about what I think about her. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's always thinking about what everyone's thinking about everybody else. Nobody's thinking actually about other people, which is so terribly ironic it's, it's really funny, actually. It's kind of tragic as well. But all that aside, take all that, burp, put it over there. We know it. It's not doing us any good, but it's been said. It's out there in the universe. So the next thing is that all of, all of the things I'm about to say about why people tell me that they have gym anxiety and, and they don't want to step foot into a gym, they're like, don't forget, right? Sidebar, aside, small aside for a moment. There's entire gyms centered around this idea that are marketed around this idea. Planet Fitness, there is a lunk alarm if you are like a bodybuilder. I'm pretty sure you can't wear crop tops or tank tops there or like do a lot of meathead things. What? It's because it draws like with like. So people are less afraid to feel judged. They completely market off of this and they're very successful for it. Um women's women's gym women when what is it called (laughs) it's an all women's gym oh my gosh it's an all women's gym either way i forget what it's called it's called women's something but it's an all-female gym they have a spa in it i think i've never been there but it's basically centered around the idea of like there's no men here to judge me that's where those people feel comfortable yoga pilates dance boxing Muay Thai, a lot of these like people that go to f- go to these places might not actually be interested in that sport or type of movement. They might actually be interested in finding a gender or a stereotype or a social type or a community of people who's like-minded and they feel like they won't be judged there. They feel safer there. So all this boils down to it's <sighs> I'm not good enough. That's what it, that's all it boils down to. If you're walking in the gym and you're worried about how you're going to be judged, I used to be strong, but I'm not as strong as I used to be. I used to be thin. I'm not as thin as I used to be. I used to be muscular. I'm not as big and muscular as I used to be. All of that is I am not good enough. Why do you think you're not good enough? The gym is literally a place where you go to improve yourself. That is the entire premise of the gym go to the gym improve yourself it's not about 
you versus Sally Joe in the corner or you versus Jimmy. It's about, it's about you. And I know that sounds so cheesy and I know you've heard it a million times, but you're good enough. I know that you're not going to tell yourself. So let me tell you this. You're good enough. You're good enough. It's plain and simple. Fake it till you make it, right? Close your eyes and be like, I'm good enough. I'm good enough. (laughs) This sounds silly. It sounds rudimentary. But no matter the reason that you come up with, no matter what it is, it's going to be rooted in... I'm not good enough, so I don't want to go there because I'm afraid to be judged. I'm afraid to be vulnerable. Go be vulnerable. Go get judged. I know that's not convincing, so I'm about to give you a tool to do it. But uh, uh, at least, at the very least, understand that is what's going on. And it's vitally important that you have awareness around what's going on so you can fix it, right? Social expectations, how you're supposed to act, how you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to look, how you want to look, your expectations, all of those things are, I'm not good enough. Somewhere along the way, I learned that I wasn't good enough. You're good enough. Trust me. Just go, (laughs) go, go improve yourself. You're good enough. It's like, um, do you guys know anybody who cleans before the housekeeper comes? Same thing. I'm not good enough. My home isn't clean enough for the cleaner to come. Yes, yes, please. So the anxiety is so real about going to the gym, going back to the gym. Some people, I've had people, I've had clients who will not return to the gym because they are absolutely so full of anxiety and dread because this, uh, like they've gained weight a lot of weight back and they are so ashamed and embarrassed and it's vulnerable to walk back in the gym and have all these people look at you and say or think to themselves at least what you think they're thinking something about you and in your brain it's a negative thing so what can you do to combat this what can you do to fix it it's a very strange suggestion i know (laughs) you're gonna get in your car with all the intent in the world to go to the gym and you're going to go to the gym. You're going to drive all the way to the gym and you're going to park in the parking lot. You're going to be filled with anxiety and dread in that parking lot. And you're going to hang out there. You're going to sit in the parking lot and you're going to hang out and you're going to feel anxiety and you're going to want to leave and you're going to think all these terrible things. Sit in it and just, just be in it. Let it happen. Let it be. Let it wash over you. (sighs) Once that happens, your anxiety will start to come down. If it's not coming down, regardless of if it's coming down a little, if it's not coming down at all, or maybe it came down a lot, I want you to start grounding. You're going to start counting your senses. What do I see? What do I smell? What do I taste? What do I feel? I always have to close my eyes. I'm terrible at the sight one. It's just, it ruins everything for me. I always start with touch. What do I, what do I feel? I feel my feet in my shoes. I feel my booty on the seat. I feel my hands on the steering wheel. I hear the birds outside. You'll start to come back into your body and your anxiety will start to reduce. And yes, this is somewhat exposure therapy, but you're exposing yourself to the idea of the gym at the very, very least. Then I want you, if you feel good enough, to walk inside. If you don't feel good enough, drive your booty back home, girl, boy, whatever. Just go home. You're fine go 
when you feel comfortable, your next intent is, okay, I'm going to walk in. I'm just going to walk in. I'm going to make it past the front desk. I'm just going to walk on a treadmill and observe. I'm not even going to really work out. Think of it as a walk in the park. Same things are going to happen. You're probably going to be full of anxiety. You're going to walk through the same grounding exercise, but this time you're going to be on the treadmill or on the rower or on the pre-core or whatever you're on. I suggest cardio equipment because it's safe and you can kind of people watch. See what's going on. You will notice that nobody is noticing anybody else because they are all there to work out. Hello? (laughs) And if they're noticing each other, they're probably hitting on each other because they're scantily clad and are there for a date, which is a totally different ball of wax. Anyways, then you're going to go home or maybe you work out. Yes, the next step is to do the same thing, drive to the gym. You might have to practice this tool over and over and over again. It might not look like day one parking lot, day two in the gym, day three workout, I'm a champion, done. That's not going to happen. Give yourself grace. Give yourself time. It will take a little while. Okay? Okay. So, if you've done this exercise and you're in the gym and your anxiety is actually around, I don't know what to do when I'm here. What do I do? I, what if I get hurt? What if I'm too weak? What, what do I do? Well, that's why as trainers, right? Our job is what's your goal? What do you want to look like? What do you want to feel like? What is that? Like the more you can envision it, the better. So if I have somebody who comes to me and they say, I want to lose 20 pounds. I'm like, cool, great. It's specific. Need more specific. Why do you want to lose 20 pounds? What is that? What do you think that's going to look like on your body? Show me a picture. How do you think it's going to make you feel? And when do you want it done by? Specifics are so important. Specifics are important for me from like a science standpoint because I need to know if it's humanly possible to do so and healthy but also I need to know from a mental place because psychology is such a big part of this if you come to me and you say it'll make me finally feel like proud of who I am my next question to you is probably going to be why do you need to lose 20 pounds to be worthy and proud of yourself it's really common if you really dig not that I'm encouraging other trainers to do this because you're not, <laughs> not qualified to do so. Outsource to psychiatrists. I do it all the time or a therapist. You have to ask your client. You have to get down to the nitty gritty or just ask yourself if you are that client. What am I looking to achieve at the gym? Once you know what you're trying to achieve at the gym, you won't be so lost and floundering about what to do because you'll have a path or at least sorry, you won't have a path. You have a destination and then we can find, we can fill in the path. If it's, I want to feel like I felt when I was 25 and I was active and I could play with my kids and I just want to wake up and feel energized and good. I can do that for you. And I'm the one that's probably going to tell you, okay, we need to lose 20 pounds. We're going to do it in six months. We're going to do it like this, blah, 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 blah. Try not every trainer is like this, but, but to yourself, you don't need a trainer. Ask yourself, how do I want to feel? How do I want to look? How does like how I look affect how I feel and why, why is that my goal? 
once you start diving through all of that, then it's like, okay, I need to hire a trainer because that's outside of my scope of understanding. Or maybe I can go to, maybe my goal is actually flexibility and I can actually do that at yoga and I'm just going to set a goal and I'm going to go to yoga three days a week. Like anxiety is qualm different ways from different people. The very basics I just covered of exposing and grounding and doing all of these things will help. But when you get into the nitty gritty of staying consistent and losing the gym anxiety for the long run, you really, 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 like it has to become your playground. You have to be comfortable there. And if you're not comfortable there and you don't make it your your home, so to speak, you're never going to be comfortable there. You know? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So how do you make the gym your home if it's just this huge anxiety-filled, terrible place that you never want to be? Make a friend, bring a friend, take a class, get to know the staff, hang out, be the creepy guy in the corner that's just always around. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But really, make yourself relevant, place yourself there, and just like anything else, you're just going to have to learn to like it. And if you don't, just hang out till you do. Fake it till you make it. Maybe the gym's not for you. That's also an option. You know what I mean? Learn to be comfortable somewhere that you're not comfortable. I wish you the very best of luck. I know this was a short one. So I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's the next day and I was going over this podcast about to post it and it kind of hit me like a ton of bricks. I did not really emphasize the importance of community and belonging. And I was kind of on a soapbox. Well, I was on a soapbox talking about how important it is to not give a crap what Becky thinks and to know that she's not even thinking about you and to just dive right in and do the dang thing. And then I realized, what about the whole part about community? That's so important. So here I am the next day doing an entirely different aside, adding it, and here we go again. Let's talk about community and why that's so, so important to sticking to the habit of the gym, getting rid of gym anxiety, and prioritizing other things. So, community. I have been lucky enough to be part of an amazing community. I call them my family, the gym that I work for, the gym that I work out at. The point here is this I love going there every day, I love the people. I love the environment, I love the culture because one, they work out, but two, they also are all so supportive. If you're a member of our family over at Afterburn Fitness, you can just, this sounds so cheesy, you can feel it. And I think it's so important when dealing with anxiety around the gym, if it's an ongoing issue, it's not just like a getting started issue, but it's genuinely an issue of not feeling comfortable there and like I harped on make the gym your home even more to that you have to you have to build a community and a tribe there those have to be your people or import them in bring them in try out a few different places you might find your home at a gym in a community that doesn't you never thought you would like like a lot of um I find that a lot of people really like martial arts for the same family aspect. Yoga is like that. There's just all kinds of gym cultures that are just so different, unique, like every other community that you would visit. So 
Not that I'm harping on the big box gyms, but it's a little bit harder to find culture and community there because they're so big. Try a smaller boutique gym. Try it out. Try the one-week trial. If they say they don't have one, they're lying. They'll at least give you a few days free because they want to sell you a gym membership. I'd be knowing stuff. I work at a gym, (laughs) but just ask or better yet, tell them, yo, I'm going to try out your gym for three days or seven and you're going to let me for free. And they'll be like, okay, (laughs) give it a go. Make the place that you are going to work out and become a better person in. It has to be a comfortable place. So make it that way. You know what I mean? Dress good, feel good, look good, like the community, the whole nine. It's this same way when we go to school. A lot of people will shop universities. It's no different. You know what I mean? Where do I feel like I belong? Are these people like me? People love tribe. They love togetherness. And as a small aside, they'll trust, meaning you'll trust people that you have something in common with. So if you love tennis, but you want to start lifting weights, but that's so uncomfortable for you, start playing tennis and asking your tennis family, hey, do you work out at a gym? Where do you go? One, you're going to inherently trust those people because they play tennis, which means nothing. But to your subconscious feeling, loving community brain, it means everything. (laughs) But two, maybe you can start tagging along. If that's uncomfortable, I make this joke all the time. I say, make noises with your face. All I mean by that is communicate. Communicate with each other, find tribe, find comfort. And if you still have anxiety around the gym, it might be a neuroinflammatory issue that has nothing to do with the gym, which we'll talk about at a much later date. If you want to know about it and you're on the YouTubes, drop a thing in the comments. I'm so bad at this. But if you're not on the YouTubes and you genuinely want to know, reach out on my Instagram. I'll be sure to make an episode about that if that's even something people care about. My Instagram is mindfulmovement.cpt. Good. We're good there, right? Cool. I'm also on the Twitter, the Twitters, and the Gram. I'm I'm just better at Instagram, and I'm really bad at that. But anyways, community, tribe, the whole nine. I love you all. I'm wishing you no anxiety when you return to the gym. And if you do have anxiety, no, you know what? No, I'm not wishing you no anxiety. Let's let's get it straight. I'm wishing you a small baby bit of anxiety so you can have a challenge and you can overcome it and you can learn that you're so much bigger than your anxiety. Anxiety is just a feeling, right? Excitement or anxiety. Same symptoms, same feeling, right? I think Tony Robbins talks about that. It's all perspective, right? Have a good perspective. Have a good day and we'll catch you next time.